Hey girls, welcome to our new podcast. I am Holly and today we have a guest speaker. Her name is Amber. Say hi. Hi. I'm super excited to have her on the show today and we're just going to kind of talk today about the word growth and what it means um, for us girls and how to kind of like gain growth and then also to look back on the growth that um, you experienced from your past. So Amber, if you want to just kind of like share your heart and tell us who you are, a little bio. Yeah, so hi, I'm Amber. <laughs> um, I am 23 years old. Dang I, girl, you young! I know! It, my birthday was on Friday. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, I know, I'm a baby. Um, but, uh, so okay, a little backstory. I, um was not raised Christian, so I've had um, different mindsets growing up Mm -hmm. that I have recognized are changing now that I am Christian. Mm -hmm. I became Christian when I was 15, um, and that became like real rapid fire growth right there, Mm -hmm. Um, just because I'm an all-in kind of person. The second my heart catches something, I'm like, let's go. (laughs) I love that. And so I... um, like, grew really fast in my Christianity and my faith. Like, my faith was just on fire um, in high school. And then, like, so much so that by my senior year, I went on a missions trip to Paraguay, um, was leading in the church, all sorts of stuff. I went to a Christian college. I went to Azusa Pacific University for all my my zoo people out there. (laughs) Love you guys. (laughs) Um, I, uh, let's see, graduated APU at... December 2017. Okay. So I got out a little early. Yes, I'm an overachiever. Um, <laughs> Dean's list. <laughs> no. <all> the time. <laughs> well, okay. First half, and then I was like, eh, does it really matter? <laughs> it doesn't. Don't it stress. Doesn't. Don't stress. It does not matter that much. Okay. Unless you're trying to get into grad school, which I was not. Yeah, I was not. <laughs> um, which is funny because, like, as an overachiever and in an academic world, like, the next step is grad school. I'm like, oh, it's not for me. It doesn't, it doesn't fit with my plan. Gotcha. Um, but where are you from? I am from San Diego, uh, born and raised. I uh, left San Diego to be in LA for school. I went so far <laughs> <laughs> and then I came back here <laughs> and I'm still here. That's so awesome. And I met Amber, um, I went to like a women's conference, it was last summer, or last no, it was fall, October, October last year, and I had never met Amber before, and we did like this, was it a 5k? Yeah, it was a 5k. We did like a 5k. At and 5 in the morning. At 5 in the morning. But just so that we could get a necklace. Just so we could, so they did, we did this women's conference at our church, and they're like, hey girls, we're gonna do a 5k in the morning, if you wanna win this cute, it was like a gold. A little gold necklace, there was like a ring on it yeah. that said, uh, strength and honor which was the theme of the conference yeah it was awesome it was an amazing conference but 5 a.m waking up <laughs> after a day of like being spiritually wrecked <laughs> yeah so I remember like yes. getting in line and my crew like totally left me to go running and I was like look it's 5 a.m Holly Wright is not about to run and then <laughs> I remember meeting you you were like next to me and I was like hey you want to walk fast <laughs> it was so funny because the group that I was with they were like going real slow and I knew where I was. I'm, I'm a competitive person. Yeah. 
but I'm no snail. (laughs) And I'm not going to do that. And like at this point in my life, I was like, I'm not that athletic. So I can't run. I can't pretend like I can actually run a 5k. Yeah. (laughs) Not even gonna lie. (laughs) That would not happen. So Um, true. I was like, I could definitely walk it. If I could walk all around Disney all day, like I could totally do walk in. What was it? What's 5k? I think it was like two, two, three miles. There's three miles. Something like that. And so, but I didn't want to like walk with people that are going super slow. And I know. And then I just met you and I, we, we kind of just, just like naturally had that same pace. I know. Like, hey, I like this. Let's go. <laughs> so I met Amber. She was a total stranger. So we were just like <laughs> in a 5k together and then kind of like, I don't know, that first hour really just got to know each other and then that mm-hmm. was it. Yeah. And then met you a couple times at church and here you are on my podcast. Wild. So freaking cool. So today we're going to talk just about like growth and, um, I guess I'll just kind of like ask you some questions for you. So when you when we come up the when we think of the word growth, I think in my mind it means like um to reach your potential, maybe to move out of a place that you're in. Um but if you could like this past Sunday at church, the pastor was talking about um growth and he was like asking these three questions. He was like, "Where were you 2 years ago <clears throat> in your life and in your walk?" Um, where are you at today? And then also, where are you at in two years from now? Like, where do you want to see yourself? So, Amber, you can kind of share your heart. Like, when the word, when someone asks you, like, what is growth? Or what does growth mean to you? Like, where were you at two years ago? Um, And how did you grow from whatever you walked through or whatever season you were in? Mm. So, I guess for me, my personal definition of growth um to me I see growth as change Mm -hmm. um if you're not changing you're not growing yeah um and change in in the right direction that is what I see growth as Mm -hmm. like there is a target and you got to change to get that to that target right um and so with that in mind that like growth means change and and growing is always going towards something mm-hmm. um <clears throat> I think two years ago let's see two years ago it's 2019 2017 so I was getting ready to graduate two years ago was two years ago was a really big year for me um so that year it was my last year of college mm-hmm. I studied abroad over the summer um where I who this is okay we're not gonna get too okay just tell me I where talk, just I went to 10 countries in Europe Oh my it was gosh. The Look. best study abroad program ever. Anybody that is at Azusa Pacific University that is in the business school, even if you're not in the business school, get your butts to La Pew. That is what it's called. It's amazing. Best experience of my life. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm going to Europe to backpack in October and I am counting oh, down the days. I am going to live in Europe one day. Goals. <laughs> so that's awesome. So you were there two years ago and it was a big year. Yes. That Why was, a was big it a big year? year? Just for graduation? Um, Graduation was a big year. Um, there was uh, a lot of trauma that also happened that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm just going to be vulnerable because... Go God, for it. God gave me a story and, like... Use it. I want to hear it. Exactly. Like, I, I'm one of those people where I, I'll share absolutely everything, mm-hmm. even at, though it's very personal or scary or taboo because, like, this is not stuff that people talk about openly. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I was on that Europe trip, um, I was actually raped by a, uh, another student that was on the trip with us. Okay. And that whole year, 
that was in, that happened in June. So it's been almost, it's actually been two exact years this month. Wow. And so that derailed my entire year and my entire like relationship with God and Mm -hmm. my perception of myself. It was, it was rough. It was Mm -hmm. really hard. I came back from, not only did I get, I was raped on that trip. I came home, was in severe denial. When I came home, my, um, there was just family situations where it just didn't make sense for me to live at home. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was actually living in the family that happened to be a high school ex-boyfriend. I'm still really close with that family. I ended up living in their RV for that summer. Oh, wow. Which, um, actually was such a blessing because that gave me my own space to really process and, like, Mm -hmm. have panic attacks and not feel like I'm bothering anybody. Right. And... Um, that, that actually allowed me to process a lot. So that, like, in the moment, I was like, oh my god, this sucks, I'm living in an RV. But at the same time, I was like, looking back on it, I see so much growth that happened in my own perception of what happened to me in Europe. In just being able to be by myself. Mm-hmm. Which some people, that's not how you're gonna, that's not how you're gonna work through that situation. Right. For me, it happened to be that way. Um, but... So that propelled the rest of my year to be, like, really struggling with who God was. Like, why, my biggest question was, like, why did God let this happen? Yeah. That was, that was probably my like, biggest... Like, where were you in this moment? Why did you allow exactly. this to happen? And that's been a huge... Almost um, like rejection. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, it's been a huge um, whirlwind, like, learning lesson with God of just, like, we have free will, mm-hmm. and in order for that free will to, like, remain free... Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say that God lets things happen. God can't intervene in those situations. One, because it one, it'll take away our free will, and that's like by definition not who God is. Mm-hmm. Two, like the verse that says God works all things for the good of those who love Him mm-hmm. is so true. Mm-hmm. No matter what bad thing happens to you. God is going to turn it to good somehow, even though in the moment, in the moments following it, you're not going to see how God's going to turn that into good. Like... Because you're in the middle of the storm. Exactly. You're in the middle of the storm. And, like, there is no peace there (laughs) when you're trying to find out why. And also, another thing that I learned is, like, I wanted a a solid answer as to why God let this happen. Mm -hmm. And I realized that no matter what the answer would have been, none of those answers are okay. Right. Like, there's nothing that can excuse what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Nothing that could make that okay and acceptable. Mm-hmm. Even in God's eyes. Right. Which is crazy. Because, like, that turned everything around for me because I was like, I need to stop looking for this answer. Mm-hmm. That's where my growth happened. Was when I realized I needed to stop looking for this why and find my own why am I going to move forward. That's good. And so, I guess moving on to the next question of, like... How have you grown in the last two years? Yeah, like, how did you get out of that? And right. what brought you to where you are today? If you were to look back the past two years, going through so much trauma, abuse, rejection, and figuring out who God is, your identity, what your purpose is that got you to where you are today. What growth did you have to, or like, what decisions, honestly, did you have to make in order for you to grow to get you to where you are right now? Whew, that's a, that's a big question. So, I think the first one, which I already said, is, like, to stop trying to figure out why. Yeah. Because there's no answer that's going to be okay. To um, just be still. Yes, to just be still. 
The next one probably would be to choose my relationship with God. Gotcha. Okay. Even though I was mad at him, even though I hated, I, there were moments where I severely hated God for what happened to me mm-hmm. and for not understanding, like, how is this going to be okay? Right. And, like, how am I going to be okay? I was diagnosed with three mental health illnesses all at once. I like yeah. I had my one one counseling session and he's like, "Yeah, according to this test we just filled out, you have moderate moderate to severe anxiety, depression, and PTSD." And I was oh, like, "Oh, wow. Wow. You're so uplifting. Thanks, bro." <laughs> <laughs> Never saw Hand me my prescription pills, please. <laughs> no. Oh my god, it was awful. Um and so like once that that happened it almost felt like okay this is it this is what it is he like he spoke those words and was like that's what I have like that's and almost pretty much spoke those things over you as if that's your identity exactly when in actuality like scientifically if you looked at the situation yeah I was definitely experiencing those things I was having panic attacks almost but that's not who you are and who God has called you to be exactly and so that was my next phase of growth of recognizing that like a diagnosis is not who I am. Mm-hmm. Doctors, especially doctors that don't know the love of Jesus and the miraculous healing and the amazingness of just who he is as our father, like, those aren't words I'm going to stand on. Right. And so I needed to focus on passages from the Bible. I need to focus on the word of God and carry that over my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that leads into, like, my biggest growth, like, phase of growth that I'm even experiencing now and still working on. Mm-hmm. Is this whole concept of like speak life, which I feel like that's so cheesy and like so. No, I love that. <laughs> like I do the 2016 church camp phrase. Like. <laughs> no, I love it. I see growing up my back in like the 90s and early 2000s, like my mom would always tell me that. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, what you think and what you speak attaches to you like a sticker. Mm-hmm. She would always tell me that. And she's like, you put all this stuff on you and you get to decide if that's how you want to identify yourself, if that's how you want your purpose to be, mm-hmm. like if that's how you want Holly to be. And I always listened to that growing up. I'm like, yeah, whatever, mom, because you just don't listen to your parents Mm -hmm. back then. But, like, once I really, like, grew up and became a woman, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I allowed all these things to stay stuck on me for so long that I almost, like, realized, like, oh, this is who I am. Right. But you don't. You get to make Mm -hmm. the decision with speaking life of yourself um, and changing those things. Right, right. And so with all of that and with, like, who I was growing up and before Christ and just like my general persona like I would call myself a realist which is really just a reality (laughs) I I called myself a realist which is just a like a fancy way of saying you're actually a pessimist because reality sucks and like gotcha I always saw the negative before I could see the positive gotcha and nine times out of ten I only saw the negative even though there was plenty of positive things around like I'd see one dead flower in a field of a million beauty beautiful blooming flowers like that's what that that was, that was your focus that's what I would focus on and I um in all, the turmoil of the trauma of being raped and mm-hmm. um dealing with the aftermath of that not only did I have to report him to the school like I had to go through like my entire senior semester was absolute chaos mm-hmm. um my last semester of college I was taking 15 units two of the highest hardest classes one with the president of the university so that was like already super stressful um, amazing class. I got so much out of it. Um, but I was going through the red tape process of like reporting him and it 
bylaws supposed to be finished in 60 days and it it wasn't handled very well and mm-hmm. I don't think there is a great way to handle that situation mm-hmm. but the definitely the way that schools are doing it now is not right and that does need to change um but that entire semester was a battle mm-hmm. and so that was a huge focus not only was it a battle with them but it was a battle of sharing it with my family my family was finding this out mm-hmm. I was opening up to closer people I impulsively bought a dog as an emotional support pet before I even had a diagnosis. And I still have him, and he's, like, the best blessing of my life. I love him to death. I'll come home from a hard day at work, and I'll just cuddle him. And it's great. So how did you get out? Was it, on? well, like, obviously recognizing, like, who you are in Christ, but, like, surrounding yourself with the right people. Right. Time so, to heal. Like, what did... It was really, What got you to where you are today? It was really a mindset. And I was recognizing that in this process of the chaos and seeing so many negative things happening and, like, a terrible process of um, having to report him and having to, like, have hard conversations with people that I love and having them potentially see me differently because of what happened to me, Mm -hmm. um, there was always a better outcome when I looked at the positive, even though that wasn't inherently, like, the natural way for me to go because of the habits that I had formed from growing up being realist and, like, never mm-hmm. really seeking the positive. Right. Like, the only way I was going to survive this was finding something positive, whether it was the only simple thing I could think of was, like, Jesus still loves me. hmm Or all things work for the good of those who love God. Mm-hmm. Like, things like that. I'm like, I don't see it now. This is, I have to believe in God's word, and I have to know that... Whatever he's doing now is going to be for my good, so let's start seeing the good. Right. Like, I chose to start seeing the Mm -hmm. good. Um, Almost like faith, like believing in something that you can't see yet. Exactly. And I think that was something that was really hard for me, even in high school. I have another diagnosis. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia when I was 16, uh, which is a complex nerve disorder that's wildly understudied, under-researched. But long story short, that's kind of been a... A title that I've carried over myself and felt those symptoms for years and I was uh the first church I was actually in had um the whole concept of like speak life which is why I brought in like yeah 2016 church camp because like that was totally a theme yeah um but when I was there I was I wasn't quite at a point of my growth that where I could fully uh grasp that and understand it because they're like oh don't you don't have that pain you're lying lie to yourself tell tell yourself you don't have that pain it was not properly explained to me the meaning of speaking life. Because to me, I'm like, this feels like lying. Which yeah. Sometimes it does. It totally does. When you're trying to speak life and speak positive, like, over prophesy, yourself. prophesy over yourself. Like, yeah. that was such a wild concept to me. And, like, back in 2014 when I was, like, just getting out of high school and I'm, like, consistently feeling pain in my body, this was something that I did not know how to, like respond to when my pastors and my leaders are telling me oh you need to say it as it isn't Mm -hmm. and I'm like that does not compute (laughs) that doesn't make sense yeah um but fast forward to 2017 it all started making sense and I'm seeing that in in my growth and my development through working through this trauma and seeing how God works and knowing how God works through all of this and through my past experience with God of um like he's gonna work for my good I know he is because I love him even though I hated him for a solid period of time he is a God of grace and he still loves me even though I was mad at him like yeah best relationship ever guys (laughs) welcome to being a human (laughs) (laughs) but like 
I think a big part of it was definitely focusing, switching my focus, switching my mindset onto finding the good Mm -hmm. and not letting other people dictate negativity over my life. Gotcha. Like other people can say things and say, say terrible things about me. And not that many people did because of what happened to me or my trauma, but even if it was like negative little things of like, oh, you're never going to get that job that you're applying for or this, right. that, and the other. Like, even little things like that. I'm like, excuse me? No. Um, in Jesus' name, <laughs> I am. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, like, even even in my family, a huge thing in my in my family is, like, there's a lot of generational curses and, like, diseases that have been passed down in my family, like, over and over and over again. Like, my divorce, that's one that my that has continually been spoken over me by my family. Yeah. And not everyone in my family is a believer, so give them grace but like this this generational curse of divorce has been spoken over me generational curses of cancer has been has been spoken over me but you get like, the decision to cancel those exactly. out exactly yeah if you and that is like my favorite that, thing yes. about how god works too because i kind of have the same background like crazy stuff in my family genetics and history and generational curses and I had to literally break down a family tree a couple years ago with my mom and sit her down and ask her like tell me everything because I'm I did not want that in my family Mm -hmm. like health wise you know even divorce people just crazy stuff um in my family so like but you get to make that decision exactly to move forward and speak life you know, and make a difference with the next generation. Mm-hmm. So all that walking through from your past to where you are now, as far as growth, where do you want to be in two years? Like, how could we encourage these girls? Like, because I'm sure girls who are listening right now have walked through rape, have walked through rejection, mm-hmm. have walked through health, health issues. I mean, everybody has it. Yeah. Um, and you don't understand and you get upset with God because obviously you're in the middle of a storm. But when you come out of the storm, which is where you are now, mm-hmm. there's peace. Yeah. And God restores all those and uses, you know, your past um, for your future and turns it around for good. So now that you're out of the storm, like, how could we encourage girls moving forward? Like, where where do you want to be personally? Um, I, I want to be, well, I, I think growth doesn't end. I think growth Correct. is something that... Is going it's to going be, to keep going. It is. It's going to be a constant in my life. Like there, there is definitely change is inevitable, no matter what. And so, I feel like in two years from now, I definitely want to still be growing. I don't want to be stagnant. Right. Um, One of my friends, Wendy, she was actually on the podcast a couple weeks ago, but she was saying, you know, Holly, like you will never be. You're never going to going to arrive mm-hmm. when you walk this life with God, with friends, with family. Mm-hmm. Um, you will never just arrive at where you. It's it's it's. You're always going to be on a journey. Right. So I think that goes a lot with growth. Like, don't think you have to hit this max, and then boom, you've grown and you're it. I think mm-hmm. growth like you said, just continues to go. It's always going to be a journey. Right. So where do you want to be, like, in two years? Oh, there's, I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> Give me your best two. <laughs> there's a lot that I could say here. Um, your best two. I would say that I, I want to continue growing and I want to be able to take full control over my optimism. Because this is something I'm still totally growing in. Like, right. I still like catch myself seeing negative here right and, and we there. all do and like that's so normal but I, I I want this to be a continual thing that is going to 
still be present in my life. I don't want this to be a thing like, oh, I went through this little phase where I'm growing in my optimism and yeah. I'm seeing positive and then like a month later I'm like, oh, negative here, negative there, negative there, you know? Right. Like I want to see that this continues and becomes a lifelong habit, mm-hmm. not not just a phase, you know? Um, and then I would probably say, um, I want to just continue working on me. Mm-hmm. I want That's to good. become whole as myself. I, I'm a single woman. Um, I mean, I'm 23, which is Girl, I'm welcome young. to my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like single and not really wanting to mingle. Yeah, I <laughs> just mean. Just kidding. <laughs> well, for being honest. <laughs> for being honest. As soon as we can, please. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but kind of not. Um, yeah, I mean, like, my, one of my dreams is to get married, and I don't see that being possible until I'm 100% whole as my, as, as I am on my own. Gotcha. And. That's a good goal, though. Yeah, and so I think in the next two years, I, I mean, hopefully I'll be married by the end of that, that'd be nice, but I think the growth that needs to take place in order for me to be in a place to be able to, like, say yes to someone, Mm -hmm. I need to flesh out my demons, I need to work on being okay, just me and just God. Like. I love that. That, and I feel like, I mean, I went to a Christian college, so this is, like, kind of a thing that was said in all the, like, single women's (laughs) connect groups or whatever you wanted to call them. Yeah. But, like, I definitely want to focus on me and God. Like, I Mm -hmm. want God to work in me to make me the right person for my future spouse. Um, And I definitely know, like, even looking at me right now, like, seeing the growth that's taking place in the last two years, I'm like, I still want to marry me. I got a lot of stuff I still need to work on, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like, with that goal of marriage in mind, that is something that I I know, like, I can't achieve this goal until I am 100% okay on my own. Right. And I'm still working through issues, even regarding being raped. Like, that's not something that just, like, oh, God did some miraculous thing and I'm totally okay with this. Like, yeah. That's an ongoing battle for sure. Yeah, and for like, sure. God, like... And it takes time to heal does, through all it that. It takes time to heal initially, for one. It takes time to build up some scar tissue so that it doesn't hurt. And it also takes time to speak about it. Exactly. Because God's going to use you in that place. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's already using you because you're sharing your heart and story on this yeah. podcast because I'm sure a ton of girls can relate to this. But mm-hmm. that's, I really feel like he's going to use you in that outlet. But you have to get to a place where you um, can be able to be, share that right. and actually see the growth mm-hmm. from behind you take place. I love that. Yeah. Um, Some practical steps, I guess, for me for growth, like, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm, like, just me and God, honestly. The Mm -hmm. season I'm in, this all of 2019, has been um, about getting healthy physically. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, growth this year has been everything new. I got, literally, I got a new car this year, um, a new place to live, new roommates, new friends, new church, new job position, um new apparel line coming out, new podcasts, uh new nonprofit. Literally all 2019 has been super new, everything new. God's been restoring so much of me just this year, but kind of to relate to you, like it's just been kind of me and God. Mm-hmm. This whole year I've been just focusing on myself, how to better myself, um how to run this ministry for girls, how to be healthy. So some practical steps Kind of bouncing off what you said about speaking life, I I make flashcards or like sticky notes and I put them in my car, my bathroom mirror, just like verses or just like words to just remind myself every day, hey, when you're brushing the teeth, like Holly, you're called, Mm -hmm. Um, God's going to use you today, like speak positive things over you and make it a routine. 
So those are some things we can do as girls to start. And then also, too, um, we can look back at our past and, yes, it's going to hurt because it happened. But um, just remember that, like, your past is going to plug in and be used for your purpose, but it's your past is behind you. Mm -hmm. And so almost like if you're carrying, like, luggage for years and years and years – you're like holding on to all this stuff, but you weren't even meant to carry it forward. Mm-hmm. We kind of have to just let it go and leave it to God. But I love kind of what you said, like, you know, like God's going to use it for good. Mm-hmm. So whatever girls you are going through, just if you're in the storm, if you're out of the storm or, um, you know, you're going into it right now, just know that whatever you're going through, like God's going to use it. Yeah, definitely. And I, I just wanted to add yeah, a go things for off, off of what you were just saying, just like practical steps of ways to grow, ways to focus your growth. Um, I definitely know just like parts of myself, like working on my own insecurities. Mm-hmm. I, I write on my mirror. I get, I mean, I get ready every morning. I'm looking at the mirror, doing my makeup. Mm-hmm. I get like whiteboard markers and I'll write, uh, a different phrase or different sayings over, over my, my mirror. So like right now it says, breakthrough doesn't happen in silence and then I have, I love that I saw that on Instagram the other oh, day I love it so good <laughs> such a great quote and then I also have you are enough on one of my other mirrors oh I love that um, I have a like a tall standing mirror uh-huh. and like right where my head like is mm-hmm. in the mirror I drew a crown and I wrote a uh, crown which was uh one of the themes or I think that's the theme for the women's ministry at the church that we met at yeah um and that was just a huge huge message there alone like that alone like Girls, read the entire book of Esther. It's amazing. It's my favorite. It's my favorite book. Oh, my God. My favorite favorite female in the the Bible, Esther, for sure. 100%. I love that entire story so much that, like, I'm getting it tattooed on me. It's amazing. So if you're ever struggling with, like, identity, doubt, self-worth, go to the book of Esther. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. It's super short and simple, but is so powerful Mm -hmm. how they talk about how she was just, like, a normal girl dealing with identity and soon became queen mm-hmm. and how God used her. Yeah. Um, and that that kind of stuff, like, growth doesn't happen alone. Right. Like, this is something that, like, I'm not going to sit here and preach about, like, getting an accountability partner or yeah. anything like that. Like, yes, that's awesome. That's great. But you need people. You need, you need people. You need people in your corner. You need people that are positive, for one. You don't need people that are going to tear you down. You don't need people that are going to speak generational curses over you. You need people that are going to be positive. And my biggest, this is another thing that I've learned so much this year alone, is to find the people that have the results that you want. That's Take good. advice from the people that have the results that you want. Look for the people that have fruit on their tree. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to ask for, like, health advice from my family because they're going to tell me, oh, you're just going to get cancer one day. Like, yeah. That's not cool. That's not how this should be, you know? Right. So I'm going to seek results. And seek help from people that I know have walked my path and have overcome what I need to overcome. That's good. I like that. That is a good mindset, too, to look for when you're looking for healthy girlfriends, too. Like, Mm -hmm. figure out. um, One thing I like to look for, like, if I'm looking for a friend, is there other girls following her? Like, is she a natural leader? Do, like, is you know, does she have a following? Not, like, I'm saying a ton of friends, but, like, who she is as a person and character. Mm-hmm. And then, kind of like what you said, like, do they even have fruit on their tree? Like, yeah. are they fruitful people? And it's okay if you haven't had fruit yet. Like, there's a season of sowing and a season of reaping. And if you're still sowing, that's okay. Because there's someone yeah. that is at a different stage of sowing. Like, they're still digging the hole to put the seed in. You're already putting seeds in, you know? Right. So, like, 
everyone's at their different stages and you can be seen as someone with fruit on their tree even if you don't see the fruit yourself that's good I like that and so other people will like God has so many giftings on you as an individual Mm -hmm. on every woman that listens to this like God has individual giftings on you that is going to pour into other women even if you don't feel like you're in a place where you can do that right like the year that I was raped I did not think that I could ever get to a point where like this you could help other people I could help other people or like, even speak about it exactly. right exactly like I remember when I was first telling stories I was shaking having like fighting panic attacks and like here I am like I'm I mean I'm telling a story and I feel the pain but it's like if you if you've ever had a surgery before and you have a scar there's scar tissue like that scar tissue doesn't really hurt occasionally it hurt when it when it gets cold so I think of that as like when I start dwelling on it too much it's gonna hurt Right. Or when you, like, rub it a little bit. That's, like, rubbing scar tissue, it's not pleasant, but it's good for it Mm because it loosens it up and it breaks it apart. And that's what talking about it is, Mm -hmm. is rubbing out the scar tissue. And, I mean, that's how I see talking about it now is, like, uh, yeah, it hurts. It hurts to bring up. But, like, look what God did. Yeah, exactly. And so the more I talk about it, the more I see it, the more I'm rubbing out the scar tissue and the more I'm going to see, like, that scar is going to go away. It's not even going to be a scar anymore. Mm -hmm. That, and, like, not even to carry it as, like, a badge of honor. Like, I I don't want that. It's going to be washed clean. I am made new. Like, whole, whole deal is going to be, it's all taken care of. God's got it. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing your heart. What an amazing story, because I'm sure there's a ton of girls out there who can relate to this, but a lot of people just don't talk about it, or we just throw it under the rug and keep Mm -hmm. moving. But um, thank you so much for opening up and sharing your heart with growth, because growth is, it stretches us, and it's definitely sometimes not comfortable to talk about, because a lot of people either, there's a lot of people who strive on growth, and there's some people it's a hard time for them to move on growth. Mm -hmm. So I think um, growth is healthy. Growth is something that God wants you to continue to do and journey Mm -hmm. on. Um, But thank you so much for sharing your heart, and I appreciate you being on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me, and thanks for listening to all my ish. And No, it's good. (laughs) People are with me. No, I love this. That is like my biggest heart to listen and to have girls on the show who can share their heart honestly Mm -hmm. and what they walk through because this is why we do her ministry for girls to listen um and to be able to heal from different perspectives um because the truth is like everybody's got issues all girls have stuff that they walk through but there's things that you walk through that Mm -hmm. I haven't to where Mm -hmm. you can help other girls and there's things that you know I've walked through that you haven't that um I could help other girls and I think it's so important for us to do life with people it's so important for us to um, believe that God is going to use it and bring and bring everything that the devil meant for harm that God's going to turn it into something good mm-hmm. and so thank you so much for sharing your heart and um, girls if you um, tune into our next podcast next week we're going to continue this series on growth and we are going to have another guest speaker so check social media out for that and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here, Amber. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. We are so excited. Um, But yes, stay tuned for next week's podcast.